Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. Your day really starts the night before. When you have a bad night's sleep, you are so much less productive the next day. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And as usual, I am co-hosting with Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hi, Kelly. It's good to be here today. Yes. And before we give him an introduction, we've got Adam sitting here with us. So let's just say hey to Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Maria. Excited to be here with you and excited to be here with your listeners. Well, great. Well, let's um, tell our listeners a little bit about you, Adam. Um, Adam is an expert in leadership and entrepreneurship. He is the CEO of the Velos Group and has built multiple successful businesses. In addition, he hosts the 30-Minute Mentors podcast, where he interviews leaders in every industry. Uh, Maria, what else can you tell us about Adam? Well, Adam really is a thought leader in the field of leadership and entrepreneurship. In addition to his podcast, he's written over 70 articles for major media outlets, including Forbes and Huffington Post. He's a keynote speaker for businesses, universities, and nonprofit organizations, and he teaches a graduate-level class at UCLA on teamwork and leadership. So we're excited to learn from Adam. Welcome to Champions Mojo, Adam. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Adam, uh, let's just kick this right off. And and we have talked about leadership a lot recently on our show. And can everyone be a leader? And if so, what are your thoughts? Absolutely. And I'd like to start off by saying not everyone can be an Olympic athlete. Not everyone can be a collegiate athlete. I'm honored to be here, especially given my athletic prowess or lack thereof. <laughs> my athletic career topped out as the captain of probably the worst baseball team in the history of <laughs> baseball and definitely the worst baseball team in the history of high school baseball. With that said, it's an honor to be among such uh, esteemed uh, athletic talent here. But as far as leadership goes, yes, absolutely. Each and every one of us can become not only a leader, but a great leader. So I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to listen closely to this conversation. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And we should have said you're a champion. So this, this season, as we're calling it, Maria and I are going to be doing definitely sports champions, but we're going to be doing champions of causes. And we have some really cool champions coming up, which is, includes you. And you are a champion of leadership and entrepreneurship. So that's what you've kind of championed your whole life. And I love this story that you wanted to manage a sports team growing up. And um, can you tell us about that dream and kind of how that impacted you? Yeah. So growing up and even to this day, I love baseball. I We talk about the 10,000 hour rule and Malcolm Gladwell wrote that if you spend 10,000 hours doing anything, you become an expert at it. And, you know, I've I crossed that 10,000 hours of watching Angels baseball probably by the time I was 11. So maybe even 10 or whatever the age was. So from a very young age, I dreamed of becoming the general manager of the Angels. And 
in one sense, it was a dream, but it was also a real goal of mine. Um, all the way through my early 20s, I wanted to run a professional baseball team. And my college essay when I applied to USC was talking about how I wanted to run a baseball team. I did an internship for a really prominent and successful sports agent when I was in high school and beginning of college. I did an internship for the NBA Summer Basketball League when I was a student at USC. So, you know, life kind of takes you in different directions, but uh, I was always passionate about working in sports. Uh, and even to this day, I probably spend way too much time watching baseball, watching the Angels. It's definitely not good for my mental health the way that they've been playing, but <laughs> that's what happens when you're a baseball fan. So I, I'm curious, you know, you've already alluded to right now, you're not managing the Angels. So that was may have been in good hands, by the way, with their current general <laughs> okay, manager. Good, good I'm, I'm a big fan of his, so Perry so, to keep up the good work. Tell us, you know, but you have been you're extremely successful and you're interested in success. So so but tell us about some of your greatest personal obstacles and how you overcame them. Yeah, well, I think that we have obstacles that we face each, each and every day. Um as an entrepreneur, you're continually facing obstacles, big and small. Um, one obstacle I can share with listeners that I continue to face is just having way too much to do and not enough time to do it. And you know, I run, as you mentioned, a few different businesses and my businesses have big dreams, big ambitions as we all do, uh, but we're small businesses. There are only so many of us and there's only so much that each and every one of us can do. So uh, I think that, you know, number one, there is the obstacle of, of trying to, you know, achieve as much as you want when there are only so many of you on your team that can make things happen. And number two is recognizing that there really is only so much within your control and there are things that take place that uh, you, you just can't control. And I'll give one example. This past year, there was, or a year and a half, there was an obstacle that all of us faced, and that was the coronavirus. For my business, Beverly Hills Chairs, we are the leading sellers in the country of refurbished brand name office chairs. And our business is a business built around selling high-end ergonomic office chairs to small to medium-sized businesses. And the day the coronavirus hit, our entire customer base completely disappeared. There were no longer any small to medium sized offices that were around looking for office chairs, let alone looking to do anything. They were just trying to figure out what do we do now? Do we stay open? Do we close? Are we going to even be around when this virus is under control? So we had to very quickly figure out how we were going to pivot and that wasn't an obstacle for us that we were able to overcome by pivoting to a different market, by shifting our business to focus on selling to home office customers. So it's one example of one obstacle that one of my businesses had to face, but it's representative of an obstacle that each and every one of us has to face, whether it's in our professional lives or whether it's in our personal lives. So, you know, I, I, what are the 
when you realized that there weren't, weren't going to be cut any small to medium sized businesses for your chair, I, I looked at that website. Those look great, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, what I, what I'd like to get is in kind of a little bit more personal, like what did you feel and how did you deal with those feelings and, you know, your employees and I know you work with your brother and their family. I mean, you know, how did you deal with the sort of the frustration that comes with that and also the time constraint you mentioned. I mean, I have that too. You know, tell me, you know, we kind of want to know the mental tricks. Yeah. So I think the first thing you have to do is you have to live in reality. You can't wish things away. You have to acknowledge what is going on around you. Um, You know, I think that it would be nice to pretend that there is no coronavirus, that there is no global health crisis, that this is all going to go away in a snap of a finger and that our customers are going to come back really quickly. But that isn't going to happen. Magical thinking doesn't work. And step one is just acknowledging the reality of the situation that you're in and taking a deep breath and realizing that as an entrepreneur, there are highs and there are lows every day. And a lot of them are, are artificial. Some of them are real. This was a real one. But entrepreneurs will tell you that there are, you just kind of go on this roller coaster where some days you're feeling extremely high, some days you're feeling extremely low. And it's just a part of the ride. And once you get used to that, it prepares you for the real highs and lows. Because when something like this does hit, you've already been on that journey. And you can say to yourself, I I know how to deal with this. I might not know exactly what I'm going to do to deal with it, but I know that I'll be able to figure it out. And not to shift gears here, but a topic that I talk about quite a bit is hiring, the importance of hiring, the importance of team building, the importance of building a winning organizational culture. And one of the most important things that anyone can do, any leader can do when it comes to hiring great people, when it comes to building a winning organizational culture, is surrounding yourself with people who have winning mindsets, who have attitudes that are can do, who recognize that they might not know what the answer is, but they will ultimately be able to figure out how to get to yes. And I think that that's really the starting point. There is so much to the power of positivity, just knowing that you're going to figure out how to make this happen. And that's a big part of it. That's beautiful. So you're running several businesses and you're an entrepreneur like like Maria and I are and many of our listeners probably with not enough hours in the day. What are three (laughs) habits that, you use that help have helped make you so successful? I'm going to give some pretty basic ones, but they're so, so, so important. Um, One critical habit for success is just staying active, working out. Um, This past year and a half, it's been the longest period of my life where I haven't been to the gym. In Los Angeles, which is where I'm based, in March of last year, they shut down all the gyms. And at a certain point, they slowly reopen them, but you have to wear a mask to go to the gym. And mm. for the kind of workouts I do, that's 
it, it kind of defeats the purpose of going to the gym. But every day I've been working out from home. I've been on a pretty rigorous workout routine from the beginning of the coronavirus up until now. And that is huge, not only physically, just staying in the kind of physical shape that you need to succeed, but also mentally. You can't underestimate the importance of getting a workout in, if not every single day, because it's probably not healthy to push your body to the max seven days a week. You do need a day or two of rest every week. But just getting on some kind of exercise routine is such a critical component to success. Uh, getting a good night's sleep. Your day really starts the night before. When you have a bad night's sleep, you are so much less productive the next day. And I can just tell you from my own personal experience, being a case study of one, when I don't get a sufficient amount of sleep, uh, I'm dragging. And I, I could not recommend more strongly to anyone listening just get on a good sleep routine. You're going to see the difference in terms of how you perform. And um, number three, you are what you eat. Fuel your body with the right food, with the right drinks, with the right material. Uh, I'm not a nutritionist. Uh, I have an MBA. They don't teach you this stuff in business school, but it's common sense. If you put junk in your body, you're going to feel like junk. If you eat healthy food, you're going to be healthy, you're going to feel healthy, and you're going to be healthy to those around you. Yeah. Those yes. Are, those are great, great. Yeah. Maria, Maria and I always, uh, you know, as athletes, we always say that we always recommend to our listeners that you actually get more energy from a workout. So if you're kind of lagging at three o'clock and you, you know, end up doing a little bit of a workout, you're, you feel better and you can do more through the rest of the evening. So it's actually, people say they don't have time for a workout, but they don't have time not to do a workout. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I've yeah. always, I've always said that, you know, you don't understand work workouts give and the same thing with sleep and, and food. You're absolutely right about those, but you know, and, we, and, we uh, love, um, we love stories. So you're, you're a huge success. Um, I'd love to hear a story around when you kind of had some big breakthrough and you realized, Hey, you know, I'm going to make it as a success. Uh, it's a, that's a great question. And, you know, I, I think that fortunately, um, I've, I've always believed in myself. I've always had uh, confidence that um, I can one in one way or another figure things out. Um, and if I don't, if I fail, then it's not the end of the world. Failure is which is a topic that I've explored quite extensively on my podcast with many of the most successful people in the world it is in many ways a gateway to success. So I'm not really one who, uh, and, and I, I don't mean to dance around this question, but I'm not really one to um, focus all that much on trying to attain a breakthrough moment um, as I am one on trying to figure out um, how I can perform at my peak uh, as consistently as possible and how I can uh, empower my team to perform at their peak as consistently as possible. So that's really how I try to think about things. 
Um, there might be some kind of breaks, breakthrough story somewhere, but um, maybe the next time I'm on this podcast, I'll have broken through in some way. <laughs> to be completely honest with you, as an entrepreneur, I think you're always trying to achieve a breakthrough. And sometimes what happens is, you know, you look back and you say, hey, we got from this revenue number to that revenue number. Um, and But we really want to get to this next revenue number. And it, it's oftentimes easier for someone else to look at your achievements and say, hey, you really broke through. Um, I think one of the things that um, makes people successful is when you look at your body of work, you don't really feel like you've broken through. You feel like you can do more. If you've made it to the Olympics, you, you're not really done because you haven't won a medal. If you've won a medal, you're not really done because you haven't won a gold. If you've won a gold, you're not really done because you want to win multiple golds. And it's that same mindset that fuels you as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that that's really good stuff. Like, you know, when we hit our 100th podcast, we we didn't, you know, it's just a body of work, you know, you don't realize, but it, it was like, we stopped to say, we need to celebrate this. Is there, have there been things that you have celebrated? Like, you know, what, what have you celebrated that you're like, okay, that was cool. I, I'm really pleased with that. Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I actually am not, not a huge person. I'm not big on pomp and ceremony and, you know, I kind of let other people acknowledge things that they might think that I think that I've done that's impressive. I'm focused more on what I can achieve. I'm a big fan of uh, the great quote from Satchel Page: "Don't look back. You might miss what's coming up." And I think it's important to it's important to look forward. I think that you want to build a culture on your team that rewards success, that celebrates success. When other people around you are achieving, you want to reward them, you want to acknowledge them, you want to celebrate them. But as far as things that I do, um, you know, I'm, I'm always looking forward. Yeah, that's interesting because Kelly and I have talked a lot about this. And you, it sounds like you have a great, like you said, a great uh, self-esteem. And that gives you the confidence to try new things and be ambitious and go forward. But but people like us, and I'm that way, and so is Kelly's, we forget to look back at our pile, I call it, where we, you know, we look back and say, you know, I did that. And that gives you even more uh, confidence going forward to try new things. At least that's been my experience. Like if I don't stop and say, I did that, then, uh, you know, <laughs> then, then I forget because it's always about more, 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 more. Um, and part of living life is also enjoying what you've, what you've accomplished. Coaching, well, I, I, coaching minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you at the same time. You know, my, my view is, I think it's really important. And this is something that I share with audiences that I speak to, whether I'm talking to businesses, whether I'm talking to nonprofits, whether I'm talking to universities, something that I think anyone should recognize is when you're trying to figure out what to do with your life, there are really three things to think about. Number one is, what is it that you're great at? What is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you can do that can help you make a positive impact in the lives of others? 
And if you can find something that allows you to do all three of those things, you know you found it. You know that it's it. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be happy. You're going to be re rewarded in what you do. It's not going to feel like work. You could wake up at five in the morning and get started and keep going until the minute you are too tired and just pass out. It doesn't feel like a job. I, I think that I think that it's really important to um, get to a place where you feel like you're doing something fulfilling because you, if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy, then you, you kind of need to um, find these artificial uh, ways to make yourself happy. Whereas if you're doing something that fulfills you and that brings you continual joy and continual happiness, I don't necessarily know that you need to find artificial ways to bring you happiness. That was just a, a follow-up to um, kind of our previous conversation. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, keeping it real here, I'm in Florida. I see a gigantic storm <laughs> heading right for me, and I don't want to lose this connection. So as the last question, um, is there anything that we have not asked you, Adam, that you would like to share with our listeners? Wow. Um, well, I'm just really glad that you didn't ask me about my baseball career because that <laughs> this conversation down a very, very ugly path. Um, <laughs> What, what I will say is that, you know, I, I implore anyone listening to this podcast who's interested in learning about how to become a better leader, interested in learning about how to better excel personally and professionally, um, who might be interested in podcasts in general. My podcast is 30 Minute Mentors. And just to share a couple of quick words, I go one on one with the most successful people in the country each week, Fortune 500 CEOs, founders of billion dollar companies, Hall of Fame athletes, Olympic gold medal winning athletes. And my goal really is to spend 30 minutes with each guest and to try to call the best information possible to allow listeners to excel in their personal lives and in their professional lives and walk away with real tangible takeaways that will help them live more fulfilling and rich lives. So uh, with that, um, you know, if anyone's interested in connecting with me, I'm accessible. I love this work and obviously have loved being a part of this podcast this morning. Yeah. We'll put Wonderful. a link. We'll put a link yeah, absolutely. Notes. And, and um, yeah, they say that if someone listens on one subject that they listen to an average of seven podcasts. So if, you know, people are liking this podcast, I'm sure they would love yours as well. So, and I, I can recommend it. I, I lo I've yeah. loved my trip down into your pocket. A lot of good <laughs> stuff there. Well, wonderful. Well, Adam, we're so grateful for your time today and we wish you all the best. And uh, we thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you both. And I wish you the absolute best of luck uh, surviving the storm. I'll share with you <laughs> what I shared with you off the air, which is we don't have these kinds of conditions in Los Angeles. So if anyone <laughs> listening is trying to figure out how do I survive? Now we get earthquakes, but <laughs> yes, move to LA. People are talking about people moving out of LA. This is the best place. Come on. It does yeah. have great weather. <laughs> I'd love to move to LA. <laughs> All right. Take care. It's now time for the takeaways. Maria, you and I have heard the takeaways are the best part of the show. That's right, Kelly, because the takeaways are curated information which is what we give to our clients when we coach them. 
If you would like to take your performance to the next level in health, life, or leadership, go to our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Yes, just click on our coaching page and book there. We're looking forward to bringing out the champion in you. And now, the takeaways. So, Maria, there is our interview with Adam Mendler. What um, what a great guy. Really, really fun to talk with. And um, so I, I yeah. lo- what I loved about him is his ambition just to be the best person he can and to inspire others around him. You know, just always it was hard to get him to to, to say anything other than like, this is the way we got to go. I really love I, I just I, I was inspired by his ambition to be the best person he could. Be. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, just really um, that that ambition is an important quality in yeah. trying to be successful. You don't <laughs> always have to be super ambitious, but that's going to be my first takeaway, which okay. or my only takeaway. We're doing one takeaway here is that you one needs to dream big. And I loved that, you know, he got hooked on baseball. He loved baseball. You know, he joked about how he wasn't a good baseball player, but um, I think this was kind of the closest insight into Adam that we got was this love of baseball, love of the um, angels and that he wanted to at one point own a major league baseball team. He didn't end up doing that, but it still inspired him. He wanted to play big. So I think that was my takeaway is just, just having dreams and just because you don't get one of your big dreams, you can get another one. Sure. And I mean, it obviously launched an extremely successful career for him. So yeah, my second, my other takeaway was, you know, it's something that we just preached. I think we take it for granted, but you can't say it enough. What are the three, you know, personal habits that make you most successful has nothing to do with how hard you work or mindset. It's just taking care of your body, nutrition, working out and getting enough sleep. And, you know, that is so true. It's like, that is the basis. If you get that part right, it's going to be so much easier to study these, you know, these um, these leadership podcasts and read books and become that kind of person. But if you're tired or eating crap, bad food, or you know, not sl- or uh, not working out and not, you know, your body's not not at and you know in good shape, then you're not going to be able to do those things. So I, I like that, you know, it's sort of. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Yeah, and it's true. You and you, can't know, say it you and I were right. shaking our heads. Yeah, yeah. We totally get that. Right, so wonderful. Right. Maria, thanks. Another one in the books. Love, Love you so you much. Love you so much, Kelly. This week's quote of the week comes from Adam Mendler. Failure is, in many ways, the gateway to success. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast with host Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Champions Mojo is produced by Cobra Media, and a new episode debuts every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Follow Champions Mojo on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Champions Mojo.